This is the TJ Show, and I am here to save you time right now. I want to save you time. Oh, I love saving time. Isn't it an incredible gift, Jabo, if oh. I may say so myself? Yes, TJ. What are you going to save me time on? <laughs> the reason why I'm doing this is because I was reading through news headlines yesterday, and I was shocked. And I read the news every day. I was shocked at how many Taylor Swift-related headlines there are in the news. It has dominated the news cycles. I am over it, and I like Taylor Swift. I'm over it. And what I think is so rude about these headlines is that almost all of them are misleading. Yes. They are cashing in on clickbait. Mm -hmm. They keep... Trying because we care about Taylor. They keep trying to get us to click on their articles yep. and to read them. And so I present to you a brand new side of me. I am the clickbait blaster. Hi, nice Thank to you. meet you. <laughs> clickbait blaster. What the clickbait blaster does is uh, I read the article for you. And I'll read you the headline and I'll just tell you what it's about so you don't even have to click on the article. Sounds great. Like this one that said. Travis focused on a diamond ring right now? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. Well, I read it. Guess what? He wants a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. Duh. You get it? Yeah, of course. Obvi. Okay. You don't have to click on that one now. Another headline. Taylor Swift to risk massive diarrhea, serious blood clots to attend Super Bowl. This was an actual headline. (laughs) I read the article. Some doctors are saying that uh, when you get on a really long flight, like she's going to be on one from Japan to Las Vegas. Right. Like that that could do some stuff to our body. That's a like 13 hour flight. Depending on who you are. But odds are she'll most likely just be very tired. <laughs> <sighs> See why you don't need to click on that? I'm thankful I didn't. More. There's more. Oh, J-Hope. okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I could yeah, do yeah. this all day long. Oh, no, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Headline. Did Ed Sheeran get caught dissing Taylor Swift at the Grammys? I thought they were friends. So yeah, what did I do? Like best friends, apparently. They were besties for a long time. Yes. Jabo, what happened? Well, I clicked on it. You want to know what it was about? What it was about? The truth is, no one has any idea what he said. But it was probably something nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, people are bored. Another headline. Taylor Swift related, dominating news cycles everywhere. The headline reads, Travis Kelsey's teammate reveals the truth about Taylor Swift gossip in Chiefs locker room. This was a headline. I clicked on it because I had to know. I'm kind of interested in that one, though. Well, the story, a teammate said in an interview, Swift is not often discussed among the players in the locker room. <laughs> so there it is. I've saved you a whole lot of time. These huge stories and that me- are capturing people's attention and headlines everywhere. Those are them. And let me guess. It was three paragraphs of nothing, and then the last, last <laughs> sentence was the truth, right? Oh, you've read a couple of yeah, these, Jabo? Yeah, how it works. Yeah, you've seen these clickbait headlines. Yes. I don't want to be monetized anymore. Stop monetizing my life. Leave me alone. Because I care. Because I want to know how Taylor's doing. Yes, I'm nosy. <laughs> this is the TJ Show. Thank you for turning your radio on. I hope you found this as beneficial as I didn't. I had to read all those articles to save you this time. Now figure out what are you going to do with all that time. That's up to you. It's a gift. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> Good. Go nap. <laughs> Rest up for the next Taylor Swift headlines. Hello to Kim in Springfield, Oregon. <laughs> Kim, how did you find our show? Uh, you know, I've listened to the same radio station literally my entire life. And uh, you guys came on like back in September, October. 
ever since then, I've been listening to you literally every day. Wow. That's awesome. Seriously. It's like sitting around and listening to the friends just chat and say how it's going and what's going on in their lives. And it's, it's, I enjoy it every day. Well, thank you for sharing that. Kim, what's going on in your life right now? What would you say is the most exciting headline? Uh, right now, um, I think my son, he, he wrote a book. And uh, he asked us to help him. And I asked about reading it. He said, no, I don't want you to. Trust me. Oh. And I said, trust you. And he said, yeah. He said, it's, it's a little hard. It's my story, Mom. And I never got to read it until it was published. So a couple hours got it out there. And it, it was a little hard to read from his from being his mom. Well, what was in it that, um, that he didn't want you to read? You know, he struggled a lot um, his senior year, uh, transferring in schools and being in 2020, um, struggled. And there was stuff we did not know. Hmm. So he talks about his entire senior year, you know. And yeah, 2020 was uh, really hard on any yeah. kids who were in school during that time. I mean, imagine, it was devastating. Yeah. But uh, I'm happy to hear it. it sounds like he's on the other side of it, and he's actually using yeah. his story to help other people. Yeah, he is. He's trying. Um, I love the name of it, just so you know. It is the midlife crisis of a 19-year-old. Well, you're a great publicist, Mom. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> And it is by Hunter Carter, so... You know, take a look at it. But Your son clearly has a calling on his life. And a lot of teenagers don't figure that out until way later. So I think it's beautiful that he's taken his struggle and he's helping other people. And I think that's going to really propel him forward into his future and what he's meant to do on this earth. Thank you so much. I, I know that he he's that one that wants to reach out and just he wants to make a difference. And he always has. Yeah. And I appreciate that because life is different, you know, for everybody. And there's hard times. And I'm just. Thank you, because I am very proud of him for doing what he's doing. You this, should be. And we have our parents' yeah. support. Yeah. It makes a world of difference. Yeah. Oh, you know, And that's, yeah. that's I mean, beautiful that you care so much to support him. Yes. I mean, that's, he's my world, my children. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> They're everything. No matter what it is, they are everything. Yeah. Kim, you sound like an awesome mom. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for reaching out to us. And um, yeah. yeah, well, you, you know, you know us, you know how to get in touch with us now. So keep that number in your phone. And anytime you want to jump in, you, we always will love hearing from you. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, I tell you, I have a, I feel like I have a little connection with each one of you. Um, I have kids that are crazy. Um, have put me through all kinds of stuff and they're interesting. Children are very interesting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, so talk about, so uh, I listen to, yeah, to you yeah. and your children and oh, I'm thinking, yeah. oh yeah, I can relate. Yeah. If you ever want to you babysit know? for free, I always put that out there. Anyone, <laughs> anyone wants to babysit for free. Kim has her own Absolutely. kids. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and then I, if you don't mind, I mean like Kenny, you bull, I was raised in a bull and alley. I love the fact that you, you do that. And a 300 oh. sanctioned, dear Lord, you know, <laughs> Thanks, that's Kim. awesome. Each one of you has a little part and I just appreciate it so much. Oh. Kim, that's so wonderful to hear that. Thank you for taking the time. We're just so happy that you're here. Thank you. And it helps me. I'm telling you, listening to you guys, you, you keep me up, you keep me going, you let me laugh. I just, I love it. I appreciate it every day. Well, you call us anytime. You know our number. I will. I'll check in. There it is. That's Kim in Springfield, Oregon. <laughs> we love you, Kim. Thank you, guys. Love you guys, too. Thank you so much. Yeah, lots of parties happening this weekend. Everybody's celebrating the big game. J-Bo, you invited me to a Super Bowl party. I did at Heather's house. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I didn't get invited. <laughs> On behalf of Heather. Heather didn't invite me, but J-Bo invited me to go. 
Yes, producer Heather. I didn't invite Jaybo. She invited herself. That's not true. <laughs> oh, is that how it started? Not true. <laughs> a few weeks ago, real quick, Heather said, "Hey, we should get together for, for the Super Bowl." I said, "Okay, cool." She never brought it up. So I brought it up like a couple days ago, and I said, "Hey, are we going to your house?" And she's like, "Yeah, come over." <laughs> Oh, that was it. Oh, I didn't know the origin story of how the party yeah. started. Well, listen, I'm glad. Maybe I'll try to make it now that I've been invited, J-Bo. Okay, cool. Producer Kenny hit the streets and asked some people, any predictions of how this is going to go on Sunday? Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl, the 49ers or Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team? So honestly, I hate both teams, but I expect uh, Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team is going to win. <laughs> is that what it's called now? Yeah, that's how I like to refer to it. I forget the old name of it. Um, because I think the NFL is scripted. Well, you figure a lot of non-football fans are going to watch this game simply because she's going to be there. So you think the NFL wants to reward that? Yep, because, you know, um, the, and that's that's also a, a very good marketing strategy because, you know, like... Everyone knows what's going on behind the scenes. Isn't that interesting? You ask all kinds of people, hey, what's it? And there's always some conspiracy. <laughs> like, is it possible that the games are just the games and they're playing them and it is above board? That's what I want to believe. And I want to believe that this is real love. Yeah. Of course, with these, they don't know about football so you know they um, wait wait that's a, that is a big claim wow, first yeah, of all and an insult there are plenty of Swifties not of course Swifties the, not Wifties yeah, there are plenty Swifties. of Swifties <laughs> who do know about how football is played and so I just want to defend them for a moment I pretty much always defend them for everything because I want to be on their good side well, I'm a Swifty, and I know football. Yeah. Same. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm a Swifty, but I don't know football. But, but it's not... Look, most of them do. Hello. Exactly. So, you know, they... Um, and if Taylor Swift is going to be there, if Travis Kelsey's team wins, then more Taylor Swift fans are going to be interested in watching football. And, you know, the, the NFL, um, they're going to make more money. Are we still in the conspiracy theory here? <laughs> I, I lost mean, track. he's not wrong. The NFL has made over $300 million since Taylor Swift has jumped on board with Travis Kelsey. Yeah, well, the reports keep saying that, and mm-hmm. that was like, what, last week? It's probably more now. Yeah. Yeah. This might be, um, like, unpopular opinion, but I think... <laughs> I want to hear it. Um, it's scripted, and, you know, I think that um, Taylor Swift uh, is dating Travis Kelsey to, because they're, she's collaborating with the NFL to generate more... Wow more revenue so it really goes that deep there's no real love there that's that's what I thought yeah. it's just my opinion yeah. I hope that they really love each other okay I'm a fan of love I'm a fan of love too but um, this specific relationship I don't think it's just okay. I, I don't think it's gonna work out oh I don't know man collaboration yeah. usually means that two parties favor when they're collaborating how if the NFL's favoring. How is Taylor Swift favoring if she's collaborating with yeah. them? Like, hasn't Taylor done enough? Does she really need another collaboration? She's a billionaire. She's fine. She doesn't yeah, like, need the NFL. At that think. point, are you doing anything anyone else wants you to do? Right. Like, And also, what is she trying to get? More fame? Like, she, She's one of the most famous people on the planet. She yeah. doesn't need it. Is it possible they actually really like each other? Maybe she thinks this is all really funny, and this is just one big practical joke. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I believe in the love. Well, listen, there will be no shortage at parties this weekend of all kinds of conspiracies. I'm Mm -hmm. sure you'll get your political conspiracies. Then you'll be relieved when it goes to football conspiracies. And it's just going to, there's a lot of conspiracies in the air. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you, Kenny. It sounds like Taylor Swift's boyfriend's team is going to (laughs) win. Yeah, I think so. If you didn't think our lives are getting too complicated, well, can I give you a little bit more evidence? Okay. Jabo, I I saw this headline and I almost jumped out of my seat. It said, Beware. Your toothbrush can be hacked. No. I'm like, did I 
Did I read this correctly? Your toothbrush can be hacked? Like, what are you going to get from me if you hack my electric toothbrush? <laughs> Jabo, I didn't know that you could connect. And I, maybe I sound way out of it, but I didn't realize you could connect a toothbrush to the internet. But Mine apparently, isn't that way, but some are. Yeah. Did you know this, Kenny? Yeah, my sister has one. Okay, what's the reason? Why would someone want to connect their toothbrush to the internet? Her and what does it do? Toothbrush connects to her phone, and <laughs> then there's a diagram. Not like with a wire. It's, I guess, all right. over the internet. Of course. But there's a diagram on the phone that shows her that she's brushing her teeth correctly, that she are spends kidding me? the appropriate amount of time on each section of her teeth. Are we, are, have we gone insane? What can't. is, like, I think, and I don't want to be like back in the old days, but let me just say back in the old days, you'd go to the dentist and they'd show you how to brush your teeth. Does that not happen anymore? Well, I don't know. It's hard to, you can't look inside your own mouth, you know, so you want to make sure you get all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> what about a mirror? Do they, <laughs> do they uh, are we allowed to use mirrors still? Well, you need a mirror and then you need that special dentist mirror so you can see like behind the teeth. So. And they're both attached to the Wi-Fi, by the way. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's getting so complicated. So this is what's even more wild. So this headline pops up. Beware, your toothbrush could be hacked. Now, notice they said it could be hacked. It didn't say this has happened yet. Mm -hmm. So as I dig deeper into this article, I go, oh, it's more fear-mongering, more things to make us afraid. So they're saying, hypothetically, if a hacker wanted to, they could potentially get into millions of toothbrushes, but it hasn't happened yet. Apparently, there's an attack that, quote, could happen that if any of these devices, that includes webcams, baby monitors, doorbells, uh, domestic appliances, smart mirrors, smart pillows, if it's in the network of your home, it could be hacked and then it could give access to other things if someone knows how to do that kind of a thing. And uh, simply a warning. So, all right, one more thing to be warned of. Here's the thing. It's like if you hack my toothbrush, I mean, and I'm using it, what are you going to get from that? Oh, man, she really has some cavities. She needs to floss more. Like, what do you get from well, that? Well, I think ideally they would then want to get onto your network and then steal all your steal bank Steal my passwords data. and everything? Yeah, and it's like, okay. we can't even brush our teeth and not worry about our credit cards being stolen. Seriously? I mean, come on, leave us alone. I don't think it's actually about, like, hacking into your network per se, but hacking into the network of smart devices on the cloud. So from there, they can access a host of information from all customers and right. so on and so forth. So what you're saying is, I don't even understand the warning. That's how complicated <laughs> Listen, it's gotten. If I was a hacker, I would not hack toothbrushes. I would I would hack student loans. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody's paying off their student loans, high interest. I see you. Congratulations, you have a zero balance. You know mm. what I'm saying? That's, so what, that's what I would do. Are you're your a nice bo- hacker. Yeah, yeah. your electric bill is too high. It's expensive. I get it. 50% off. You know what I'm saying? Like I would help people out. You're like Jibo. the Robin Hood of hackers. Yeah. Come on. Hack man. <laughs> you're like, you're a superhero. Give know, me a cape. I know. And that's why I stay close to you. Because I know if you ever get into the hacking business, it's going to benefit me in some way. Kenny, thank you for, I guess, informing me and helping me to understand this. Jabo, thank you for your fine service. If you ever, quote, were a hacker. Uh, yeah, I need to learn some skills. This is the TJ Show. It seems like we're all safe, right? That's Don't right. you feel so safe and not afraid? Mm-hmm. This is the TJ Show. And I don't know how you feel, but I really love my Valentine. That's my wife, Jess. And with Valentine's Day coming up next week, I think it's good for all of us, if we've got someone in our life, to think about what are we going to do for them? Even if the holiday seems kind of silly, which 
It does to me, but it's is, a hallmark holiday for sure. But do we need? Isn't it great to have any excuse to love our people well? Yeah, sure. And but so that's how I see it. You can love someone that you love well every single day of the year. Well, Jabo, I'm seeing ideas. Like maybe you're without an idea. Okay. And you don't know what to do to really send a message. Well, there are some interesting ones, particularly if you're dealing with an ex-Valentine, maybe somebody you loved at one point in time. Pizza Hut is offering a goodbye pie. You can break up with someone by sending them a pizza. And it goes on to describe you can include a personalized, simple message to ease the pain. How would you feel if someone broke up with you by sending you a goodbye pie, Jabo? Because I'm low-key a little toxic, I'd probably fall more in love with them because they sent me food. <laughs> they like sent me pizza. They're like, yeah. how caring are you to break my heart and say, you know what, babe, I still got you, though. Here's some comfort food. That's love right there. I do like, again. I like that Pizza Hut makes sure they include the word simple in the personalized <laughs> message. Could you imagine being on the phone taking that order? And then you did this, and then you did that, and then you did that, and then back in February last year, you didn't even do that. And then you got to write that all down in pepperoni on the, on right. the pie. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Then there's another one. I don't know how I feel about this one. There's an animal shelter in Portland, Oregon. You can have an animal neutered, and then they will name it after your ex. Like, oh, look, it's Steve. Oh, I actually had an ex named Steve. Well, that's wild. There you go. Then this is another one. There's a police department in Texas. They're asking, would you like to turn in your ex on Valentine's Day? Do you have an ex Valentine with outstanding warrants? No, that's grimy. That's not right. This does not feel right, J-Bo, but it goes on. It says, let us help make that certain someone have a Valentine's Day they will never forget. The offer starts with a set of limited edition diamond-studded platinum bracelets, also known as handcuffs. Mm -mm. (laughs) Free chauffeured transportation in a luxurious sporty ride. That's the police unit, (laughs) Jabo. Stay in luxurious five-star accommodations. A jail cell. Uh, That's debatable. (laughs) Even a professional photo session. Mugshot. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) What is going on? See, I'm thankful. You know, and I know this is not everyone's situation, but I'm thankful that I have someone that I love and I I don't want to turn in and I couldn't even if I did because she doesn't do anything wrong, J-Bo. She's wonderful. She is wonderful. I agree with that. But if you really are heartbroken, don't waste your money on sending nobody no pizza. Buy yourself a pizza. Yes. Don't turn nobody in. Yes. Take that money and get some counseling because you clearly are heartbroken and grieving. It is hard to break up with someone. They should offer that all year round because, <laughs> you know, I've I had to break up with someone one time and it's it's tough. It really is hard. I wish I had a pizza I could have just sent. Like, hey, enjoy. It's a slice of life, huh? All right. Bye. Wow. (laughs) Or a nice edible arrangement. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, I mean, this is something waiting to happen. So whatever it is that you're going to do, make sure you... Well, I'm going to just worry about me. I can't tell you what to do. Worry about yourself. I'm going to make sure I love the person that I love well. Funny story, actually. When I first met my wife, Jess, it was uh, Valentine's Day a few weeks later. And as a joke, I was like, hey, you want to be my Valentine? And she said, no. I said, oh, no, I'm just, I mean, I'm kidding. It's like, you know, you know like in school, you <laughs> used to broke give your it. heart, huh? No. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, all right, fine. But everything worked out. So <laughs> it was all up from there. This is a little vulnerable for me to share, Jabo. Okay. But I trust you. All righty, go ahead. And I, I'd love to know what you think of this. So one of the things I don't often talk about is that aside from doing this radio show every day, I have this goal of being a songwriter. And 
lyrics just come to mind sometimes. You're being serious? Yeah. Yeah, I get these ideas. And, you know, I've been studying the piano. Right. And I'm trying to figure out how do I take these ideas and put them on the page. You know, like Taylor does this so well. Yes, she does. And I admire her career and what she's done. And I'd like to, at some point, write a song and release it. And so I've been trying to work some stuff out. And I was inspired because... So last night... I'll give an example of how this happens. Last night, I feed my dog, Luna. You know Luna. I love her. And I go into the closet and I take some dog food and I put it in her bowl. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I go through my whole night, I go to bed, I wake up, and then early this morning, I'm sitting on the living room. This is after I showered and everything, and my hands still smell like dog food a little bit. Mm. And I thought, there, there's something there. So, this is sort of like a first draft. Can okay. You, can you tell me what you think of okay, this? Okay, yeah, let me hear it, TJ. I fed my dog yesterday, now I've got a little struggle today, oh my Is cutting through. Oh, my fingers still smell like dog food. Yeah, my fingers keep smelling like dog food. I barely touched the little kibbles. I barely touched the little kibbles. But my fingers still smell like dog food. What do you think so far? That's a bop, man. I like the background vocals, too. Oh, wait, do you want to hear the rest of it? There's more? Yeah, well, I mean, there's, the song's not over yet. Okay, yeah. Oh, my fingers still smell like dog food. Yeah, that's the end of it. Oh, yeah, very easy to learn. <laughs> yeah, very catchy. Producer Heather, yeah? I thought that was great. I like It was very catchy. It's going to be in my head all day. Okay, cool. So it's crossing boundaries Bro, and it's introducing people to new music. Yeah. If you were on The Voice, you get two turn chairs. Me and producer Heather. <laughs> okay, Kenny, you're, you're silent. I, I like it. I, I really? like it a chairs. lot. Okay, good. See, this is a very safe group of people and you're very encouraging. It matters who you hang out with because, it does. It, you know, now I can go on to the next hit. Yeah, I mean, like, why spend time on other lyrics? Just repeat that lyric right. over and over and over again. That's, that's the way that's you got to hammer it home. Okay, cool. You know, and I don't want to like take advantage of the fact that we host this radio show and now we just put this on the radio. <laughs> and, you know, I know I just want to share you with you the journey. Yeah, for sure. No, I don't think it's going to blow up overnight, but it's, it, yeah, it's, it's on its way. Thank you. Well, thank you for listening to the TJ show. More on the way. You know, I, I do feel like this itch is starting to manifest into something. Yeah, you should, you should take us out. You want to hear it again? Yeah. Not, I don't know if we can do oh, okay. that. Okay, I mean, be, it's so good. That might be crossing. Thank you, Jabo, though. I appreciate the support. How, how do your fingers smell now? <laughs> like dog food. Just a little bit like dog food, which might be my follow-up <laughs> song. <I> still <laughs> smell like dog food? Yeah, the, the next day. I get that. When I see the headline containing the words moose on the loose, I have a problem. I have to click on it. I have to see where the moose was on the loose, what damage it did. And they're usually on the loose because they're in the wild. Yeah, Hello. they just, they're running around That's all over do. the place. And it's, it's I think, when they interact with humans that these make headlines. And I love this story. Thankfully, no one was hurt. But in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, really famous area for skiing, there's a skier who took video of this, which is, you got to be pretty confident in your skiing if you're pulling out a video to record this. He notices a moose is running after him. Like, full speed. 
galloping. Boom, mm. boom, 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 boom. And this guy pulls out his phone so all of us can see it. And I'm watching this thing and I'm literally laughing out loud. You know how people say, lol, and they just, they throw it out and they don't really, they're not really laughing. I was laughing watching this video because what a wild concept. You never think you're going to get chased by a moose until a moose starts chasing you. If you were there in the flesh, you would be screaming, not laughing. <laughs> this guy, I'm telling you, he must be the most confident skier because his calm was there. He was focused on where he was going while somehow filming behind him. Oof. And you see in the video the moose just taking a full sprint down the mountain. Like if I was running away from a moose up the mountain, I'd feel a little bit better about it. Really? Because I'm like... Well, no, not me. The the attack would be a little bit slower than down the mountain. And <laughs> this guy, he gets away. He winds up getting a whole bunch of headway. And then he starts shouting at other people who don't realize that there's a moose running behind them. Look behind you. Mm. And he goes, ski faster. And these people start moving. <laughs> they start skiing faster. And I thought in that moment, wow. Here's a moment of unity with strangers. We can't figure out how to get along. All of a sudden, there's a threat. Yeah. They don't care what the political beliefs are mm -hmm. of the person skiing behind them. They don't care what religion they are. They're, we just want to help you because we're wired to help you. Maybe we all need a moose chasing us. And when you have a common enemy, it's easy to be somebody's friend. Yeah. Isn't that interesting, Jabo? Yeah. Thankfully, uh, as this story goes on to say, it appears no one was injured. And moose can grow up to seven feet tall standing on all fours. That's an amazing animal. They also can move up to 35 miles an hour for short distances. I mean, think about the next time you're in your car, or maybe you're in your car right now, look at how fast you're going. 35 miles an hour, that's an animal. I want one. I would be done. I was impressed that the moose like kept its footing as it was going down the hill. That's what a moose does yeah it was it's not new to the rodeo this is like an everyday thing <laughs> yeah. for him you know it, it's not on social but, media yeah. it's not doing all the things we're wasting our time with it knows how to move on four clip cloppers i feel like but <laughs> if he would have maybe like got down on his knees and slid down the hill maybe he could have caught up to the snowboarder who was sliding down the hill you well know? that's actually a very valid question do moose know to have fun or because yeah. if they knew how to f have fun, they would definitely do that. Like there's a dog that I saw on the internet, definitely knows how to have fun. He's going sleigh riding with his family and he starts sleigh riding with them just by lying on his back and going <laughs> down the hill. That's fun. And it's like, he, what else is he doing? He's yeah. just having a good time. Yeah. I, I always wonder that about animals if they know how to have well, fun. Who knows? Maybe the moose was, you know, having fun in this chase. Maybe he meant well. He was just like, hey, we're playing. Well, no one was injured. <laughs> Right? Exactly. Like maybe this is his first boundary breaker. Like let's let's start playing humans. The moose was the only one that had fun. Let me tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> moose tag. You got to look this up. It's really fun. It's uh, just uh, made my day. Look at that. Something that easy made my day. Tomorrow's producer Kenny's birthday. Maybe right. you deal with this in your office. And I he overhear Josh make a very bold claim in the corner over there. Mm -hmm. Camera guy Josh, can you please repeat what you just said? Well, I just know for a fact that I got Kenny the best birthday gift out of anyone in this room. I didn't even get Kenny a birthday gift. So now the expectation is... Uh, I mean, I, you already losing then if no, you didn't give him a gift. Earlier in the week, I thought I'll give him something. But then he boldly asked my wife if she could make cupcakes for him, which I thought, well, then there's your gift. No, no, no. That's, mm -mm. No, no, no. That's not a gift. First of all... You're not making the cupcakes. Your wife is. You still have to get Kenny a gift. No, I'm I'm buying the flour. I'm buying the ingredients. And he <laughs> he basically asked for his gift. I mean, I, I wouldn't have done that. Are you guys all getting Kenny a gift? I bought Kenny's gift two weeks ago. What? Nice. And I'm usually never early to the party. I didn't sign up to get... All right. Kenny 
mocked the present that I was going to get him before I even got it. A book? Yeah, I was going to get we him a book. We always mock the gifts you give us when it comes to a book. I know, but a book can change someone's life. We have to read it first. I know. Yeah. Are you, would you be, if, let me just work this out. I'll get you what I was originally going to get you if you'll actually read it. It's 400 pages. <sighs> TJ loves books, and that's what he gifts us yeah. every time. Not mad about it. If you give him a gift, it's from your heart. What he does with it is on him. He don't got to read it if you don't want to. Well, let me just find out. Should I save the money? Well, is there like magic or spell casting <laughs> in the book that you were going to get me? No. Oh, well, those are the kind of books I like. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, no, I don't, I don't like those books. 400 I, pages. I saw one of those at an auction, and I held my breath and walked past it. <laughs> <laughs> it was I, creepy, let me tell you. I would have prayed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. Well, I mean, t- to be honest, I mean, getting the book, I can't answer honestly because I don't know what the book is just yet. Okay, and- it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, yeah, that's the one? Yeah. That's 400 pages? <laughs> you had an audio book that bad boy. It's one of the greatest books ever written. It's like you're getting me a homework assignment. No, it's a, it's a life improver. Ugh. You said you wanted to be more disciplined. I thought of you. Well, I, I, I appreciate the you thought. You don't want it. Do you want it? <laughs> no. Do I want it? I, I don't not want it. <laughs> Kenny. <laughs> see, this is the problem. I got to now check on my birthday gift to see if it's good enough with Josh's bold claim. So now you're getting cupcakes and a book from me. All right. Well, I'm, I'm working. I'm, uh, happy birthday <laughs> right, to me. You I'll tell you work what. It. Tomorrow on the show, um, we'll, we'll find out what this magnificent gift is because who knows? Maybe it's inspirational to all of us. I always love finding unique, interesting gifts for people because mm-hmm. I think that giving a gift is wonderful and it, it builds a deeper connection and it shows that you really know someone. So I'm a fan of gifts. And so we'll find out what that is also tomorrow. I don't know if Kenny will like this or not, but we are going to do what my family, my, my wife's family, now my family does on their birthdays. They go around the room as people are opening, opening their gifts and they tell that person what they love about him so or her. So think about what that is. And I want to do that tomorrow. We haven't done this to Kenny yet on the show. That's right. We haven't. I would appreciate that. Hey, can I blow your minds, guys? I bought you all gifts for my birthday. What? No, I you bought lie. you all gifts for my birthday. Seriously? I do. I would be happy to present them to you because tomorrow. Because he doesn't like, Kenny has shared that he does not like to receive <laughs> gifts. It makes him feel weird. He feels obligated to then buy somebody else Whoa. a gift. Kenny, you don't have to do that. What a I already great, did it. What a great idea. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited no, for Kenny's birthday. Don't get any ideas. <laughs> I'm not doing this on my birthday. You have a huge smile on your face. <laughs> I think ridiculous. you guys are really like All right, but your birthday aside, are you a little excited? I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm excited I want to know too. what it is. All right. Uh, happy birthday <laughs> to, to Kenny. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. We'll find out tomorrow what our gifts are for Kenny's birthday. This is the best birthday ever, Kenny. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find, and then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? Well, grief is hard to deal with, even in the animal kingdom, it turns out. We're learning from the Daily Mirror about a donkey that stopped eating after his mom died. Thankfully, yeah, the donkey named Joey had some good veterinarians trying to make him better. So apparently when Joey stopped eating, a gastric impaction formed in his digestive system. Essentially, nothing was able to pass through his system. The vets sent a camera down to see how intense the blockage was. And then they came up with an interesting solution. Coca-Cola. Huh. They made the donkey drink 24 liters of full sugar Coca-Cola. That sounds like a refreshing drink. (laughs) Well, it was for Joey. The vet said it acted like a drain cleaner. 
They said they flushed Joey's system several times a day to help dissolve the solid that was causing this gastric impaction. It probably would have done the same to you and I, my friend, after two liters. First of all, we should test that with all of us. And second of all, uh, they should do some sort of a reality show where they feed a donkey all that Coca-Cola and then wait to see what happens on the other side. And somebody's like sitting there reporting on it. Oh my Wearing like, you know, one of those ponchos. Sounds like appointment television to me, too. Yeah. Have you seen the 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 reels or TikToks where people use Coca-Cola to like clean an engine or a toilet or take rust off of things? I didn't know it was that usable. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Well, it is amazing. And now the donkey appears to be returning to his old self, and he's wow. apparently made friends with another grieving donkey named Ben. Ben lost his donkey friend Bob mm. right around the same time Joey lost his mom. So well, all is well. Make sure that uh, Ben and Bob find out about Coca-Cola. Yeah, well, if they <laughs> if they get constipated, yes, we'll give them some Coca-Cola. Coke, making donkeys happy. <laughs> that sounds like a great tagline. Yeah. Uh, well, let Coca-Cola know about this. Uh, they, they better know. And speaking of Coca-Cola, it appears they're trying to get in on this spicy trend. You know, we've seen the rise in popularity of flaming Hot Cheetos, and now there's flaming Hot everything, pretty uh-huh. much. So yesterday, Coca-Cola introduced its first new product in three years. The two new products are Coca-Cola Spiced and Coca-Cola Spice Zero. Wow, I'm that sounds that. exciting. Jaybo, you're my spice buddy. I love spice, but I feel like the spice is going to be more of like a... Um, a cinnamon or turmeric kind of hit, like um. Mm. Oh, you, so you think it's like uh, spices, not spicy? Right. Is it spicy? Well, Coca-Cola Spice doesn't have a lot of heat, according oh. to the press release. The main flavor drinkers will notice is a hint of raspberry. Now, Coke won't name the spices it added. Of course, they're very protective of their recipes, but. They say it'll taste like an amped up version of the spices used in regular Coke. Oh. Mm. So you were right all along. Yeah, I don't know. This is why you're, feeling. you're my favorite spice girl. Yeah. Ah, that was good. <laughs> I like that. I've always wanted to be a spice girl. Yep, yep. Yeah. Kenny, what else do you have? I want to tell you about speculation involving Little John and Ludacris perhaps appearing as special guests on the halftime show with Usher for this year's Super Bowl. Why do they think that's going to happen? Well, the NFL just released a clip promoting the halftime show, and guess who happened to be in the clip? Little John oh. and Ludacris. Yeah. And I'm going to say that speculation's probably pretty spot on. Yeah, I think it would be a legendary <laughs> reuniting of the three for their hit song, Yeah, of hint, course. Hint, here's the people <laughs> who are going to be on. Hint. And I think what's even more interesting, TMZ is reporting that Little John is going to release a guided meditation album. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah! yeah. I, I think that'll be very common. Kenny, what else do you have? You may have seen this yesterday. A man decided to climb the outside of the MSG sphere in Las Vegas. Yeah, funny enough, I was in the waiting room at a car dealership, and I see this video, man on top of the sphere, and I'm like, what is going on in this world? And that's Who a is- brand new building, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, but how you could even physically climb this massive structure blows my mind. I'm and impressed. I started just flipping through some previous videos of this guy. This guy, he will climb like skyscrapers yep. in, I think it was even Chicago. And there were videos of like the police department following him from floor to floor. Imagine right. the tallest building you could imagine. And this guy's just dangling outside the window, almost like a window washer, but with no secure oh, ropes or yes. anything. Mm-mm. I didn't even know that was possible. 
Yeah, he's considered an urban climber, and he's known to scale tall buildings across the United States as a form of protest. So yesterday, he could be seen taking steps across the top of the sphere before he appeared to descend back inside of the exosphere. That's what they call the LED display that covers the entire venue. But what I'm fascinated by is how does he keep getting the opportunity to do this? Isn't it illegal to climb big buildings? Oh, yeah. And he keeps getting arrested. Right. And does it again. Yeah, I guess it's not considered the level of crime that would keep you in jail for an extended period of time. I don't know. Maybe one day a judge throws the book at him and and that's the lesson that prevents him from doing this in the future. I don't know. But I I would think some of these police officers who were like athletes have to look at this guy as they're getting ready to arrest him. He's about to get to the top of the building and they have to be like, could this dude join the force or something? Right, like, seriously. We could use this guy. I mean, we he's an incredible athlete. Yeah, well, he was arrested by the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. He faces charges of destroying property of another greater than $5,000 and conspiracy to destroy private property. Well, did he destroy it from climbing? Like, does he put hooks in the cement or something? Yeah, that much is unclear to me. I don't know. It's not cement. I mean, it's LED display. So I, I was imagining that perhaps there's something on the display that he's able to grip and then climb. Oh, so maybe he crushed a light bulb or, or something. Maybe he did some damage on, on the mm-hmm. way up. Of course, well, the Super Bowl is coming to Las Vegas yeah. this weekend, and the excitement has already started. Yeah, I think they're going to use that as a big advertisement. There might be a couple black he's, spots in there. Yeah, he's there to kick off the party. That's what he was there for. <laughs> yeah, they could probably use him in the football field, right? Hire the man, you know Climbing on top of the players, like using all their heads to <laughs> yeah. jump to the touchdown. It's amazing. Yeah, Kenny, what else do you have? Well, TJ, I, I remember when the first Moana came out that you couldn't escape the Moana soundtrack mm-hmm. in your house and in your your vehicles. And who wanted to escape it? It was great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It is great. Well, get ready for Moana 2. Bob Iger, the CEO of Walt Disney Company, said it's coming to theaters on November 27th of this year, just in time for Thanksgiving. That is oh, so yay. cool. Oh, my kids are going to love that. I love having a movie I could take my kids to, yeah. and we all get excited to go as a family, because there's something about being in that theater. I usually can't avoid crying now when I go in with my kids. I don't know why this started happening. It's so like majestic. Well, and, they do such a great job with like the story writing and yeah. the music and making it all work together and they pull at your heartstrings and now you have kids. So I don't know. I don't have kids. Maybe you're just enjoying it through their eyes and watching their wonder. It just gets you. Yeah, that's the word. It's that there's so much wonder. That's cool. I'm looking forward to that. And I'm sure a lot of people are. Now, what was interesting is that it was originally planned for a television series, but Disney changed courses, decided to make it a full length feature film. Second movie. We need a second movie. I'm glad they did. Kenny, what else do you have? We found this article on Lifehacker, how to become more creative as an adult, even if you think you're not creative. Hmm. I would argue that everyone is creative in some way. I agree. We are wired to be creative. That always bothers me when people say, oh, I'm not a creative. Yes, you are. You are creative in some way. Yeah, the article makes that same argument. Oh, there you go. You know, even if it's like solving a household problem. That's creative. That's creative. My dad is a contractor and... He felt like maybe he's not creative. I'm like, what you do is art. Yeah. The fact that you know how to put that wood together and create a bookshelf yeah. that looks like that, that is a piece of sure, art. That's art. So here are a couple of steps for people who want to become more creative as an adult. They say build on your strengths. A lot of people hesitate 
because, you know, starting a new hobby is difficult. But, you know, for instance, if you're interested in gardening, maybe you could learn how to use a flower press. Or if you're into fashion, maybe you can choose a creative activity that involves fabric. Mm. So build on your strengths is the first step. Curiosities, whatever you're curious about, press into it. And also, I have a recommendation if you are an adult and you don't think you're creative. There's an author I love to read. His name is Austin Kleon. Oh, yeah. I love him. I love this guy. He is so inspiring, and he's got a website. You can hunt him down, search for Austin Kleon. He wrote a few books, and it's all about sparking up our creativity. And I think he does such a great job of of keeping it really simple, but what he says is weighty. And if you're ever thinking like, oh, I wish I could be more creative, try that. He's awesome. The next step on the list, focus on the process instead of the result. Mm. Ooh, that's hard for me because I'm a I love to start, love to finish. The process is so frustrating for me. Yeah, no, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, remember we were talking about Taylor Swift when she accepted her Grammy. She said the reward is the work that she gets to keep on doing mm-hmm. the work. So don't focus so much on the result, but indeed find fulfillment in doing the work. Well, thanks for hacking our life, life hacker. <laughs> they Can also we- say if you're having trouble with creativity, try meditation. That's a great way to open up the mind or even playing a game. And they say remember that creativity is a practice, not an activity. What else do you have, Kenny? Now that we're all going to be so creative. (laughs) This one stings a little bit for me. NBC News is reporting how a French man who spent the last eight years trying to make the world's tallest matchstick sculpture, a sculpture made entirely from matchsticks, has just been disqualified by Guinness World Records. I thought you were going to say one match lit and the whole thing went up. That would be even more unfortunate, I think. The man was attempting to build an almost 24-foot replica of the Eiffel Tower. He used 706,900 matchsticks and he was DQ'd because he didn't use the right type of matchsticks. Oh, oh I, that's ridiculous. I thought they would say maybe it's a hazard. Like he, after you have that many matches involved. No, well there was an existing record if if he wasn't DQ'd he would have beat the existing record by 2 feet. So building sculptures of matchsticks isn't uncommon, but essentially Guinness told him that the matchsticks he used must be commercially available. Mm. He got tired of buying them at the grocery store and removing the match heads off of each one that he made a deal with a manufacturer to produce him a bunch of headless matches. Ah. Mm. Got a little too clever Ah. for his own good. But here's the thing. Guinness is now saying that they might have been heavy-handed making this decision. They're going to review it all Mm. over again. So maybe the record will stand. We'll continue to follow this story. It's another lesson. You think you've got big problems. Well, (laughs) think about walking in someone else's shoes for a moment. Kenny, what else do you have? Christian Bale, who played the superhero Batman in the movies, is a real-life hero as well. Wow, you said that exactly like a newscaster. Yeah, he did. I've been doing this for a while now. (laughs) It's a real-life hero as well. Tell me about it. Christian Bales, who plays Batman in the super movies. Go ahead. Okay. Yesterday, he broke ground on building a dozen homes and a community center in Los Angeles County with the goal of keeping siblings in foster care together. Super cool for the community. Yeah, and he's been working on this project for the last 16 years. He even said, I didn't think it was going to take this long. Mm. I had a very naive idea about kind of getting a piece of land and then bringing kids in and then the brothers and sisters living together and sort of singing songs like the Von Trapp family (laughs) in The Sound of Music. Hmm. 
But then he learned it's way more complex. He said, these are people's lives. We need them to be able to have land and then land on their feet when they age out. There's so much more involved in this. That's so superhero cool. status right there. Yeah. Love hearing that. Thank you for sharing that, Kenny. So the 12 homes uh, anchored by this community center are set to be finished by April of 2025. What else do you have today? You may remember we reported on this Back in October, there's something called the Vesuvius Challenge. And oh, it involves... yeah, this is wild. Tell us what it is. Yeah, so Mount Vesuvius 2,000 years ago erupted. It destroyed the city of Pompeii and Herculaneum in what's now Italy. And then they found these scrolls that were remarkably preserved in, like, the lava. But the problem was they were burnt up. You couldn't open them to physically read what was inside the scrolls. So they created this Vesuvius challenge where people are using AI-assisted X-ray imaging technology to actually go inside the scroll and figure out what was written in there. That is miraculous. And and they're finding out more and more of what these scrolls said, right? Yeah. So the first word was purple or was translated to purple. Who knew they had purple mm-hmm. 2,000 years Back ago? Back in October. That got <laughs> two people a $40,000 and $10,000 prize respectively for this contest. It, now, By the way, if it was me, I'd just be like, yeah, the, the next one is dog. banana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Go down the list. <laughs> yeah. Where, where do I cash the check? Hey, so, yeah, I got the third word if you want it. Now, How would they know the difference? Elephant. <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, th- it is written, I think, in Sanskrit, so people do know how to decipher what Sanskrit means. Mm. Um, I'd have to lie about that, too. <laughs> and and with this imaging technology, you're actually getting, like, a screenshot of what it actually looked like, the oh, impressions I see. made so on the page. These people are developing the technology that can actually produce some sort of a result. Exactly. And they all agree. Oh, yeah, that's purple. Let's so now, what does this scroll say now? So now a team of three students just won a $700,000 grand prize because they what? have deciphered more text. I have some of it here for you. Quote, as two in the case of food, we do not right away believe things that are scarce to be absolutely more pleasant than those which are abundant. So it sounds like an ancient philosopher or something. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Such questions will be considered frequently. And then later the author said, have nothing to say about pleasure, referring to the adversaries, um, I guess, in this community, either in general or in particular, when it's a question of definition. It, it goes on and on. There, there's more stuff, but it's amazing that they're able to decipher these scrolls. Can we hire someone to decode what you just said? Right. I, I, I'm not even sure what I just said. Philosopher Kenny. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I'm Listen, anytime they can unearth something that no one has read before, yeah. maybe it's some mm-hmm. dude's private journal, or maybe there's something that's life-changing in yeah, there. Maybe there's more ancient wisdom. Kenny, thanks for keeping us somewhat informed. That's what's happening. <laughs> 